So it was 15,000, now it's 16,000, then it's 17,000, and the numbers just go up. Unfortunately, sometimes for us it may just be numbers. But let us understand every number is a life. Every number was someone's father, someone's child, someone's brother, someone's sister. Families are being wiped out, families are being shattered. Respected friends, the ongoing crisis in Gaza is something that has to be close to our heart on an ongoing basis. It should not be like any other conflict that after some time we forget about what's going on. Therefore, I have chosen to speak on this topic, to rekindle the concern that we're supposed to be having and the fervent dua that we ought to be making and those positive changes in our life that we ought to be making. So this needs to be con continuing. It should not be that the holiday season comes and we enjoy ourselves in our holiday and we forget what's going on to our brothers and sisters in that part of the world. We have heard many dimensions of this topic from various angles. From a Dini angle we have heard, Dini perspective, those of us that are following the news, we hear from that angle what's going on, sometimes mainstream media and the lies that they are spewing out, or perhaps alternate media. So, we have heard many perspectives about this conflict. But today I wish to discuss a few ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which are directly linked to this conflict. Perhaps most of these ahadith, it would be the first time that we, we would be hearing these ahadith. But this is the perspective that our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us regarding this conflict. And anything, anything that happens in the world, one is to view it with the eyes of media and what media tells us about it. But we have the treasure of Qur'an and Hadith before us. And whatever we view, we have to view it with the treasure of Qur'an and Hadith. We have to view it with the lenses of Qur'an and Hadith. And really, when we hear these ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it will just increase our iman and our conviction on the truth of Islam and on the truth of our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The only thing that we can say when we hear these ahadith, Sadaqa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has spoken 100% the truth. Everything. Nabi Islam predicted certain things. Nabi Islam explained certain things will happen. And when we hear the names of the places that Nabi Islam mentioned, we will be surprised that our Nabi is kind of, of detail. And this has to be our perspective. As people of Iman, as Ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our perspective is not what the news tells us. Our perspective is what our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned to us. Obviously, the first is the ayat of Quran Sharif, which we have, Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi laylam min al-masjid al-haram ila al-masjid al-aqsa alladhi barakna hawla. We won't go into the details of the ayat, but just this one phrase that Nabi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, barakna hawlahu, that we have placed baraka. We have placed abundant blessings in the precincts of Masjid al-Aqsa. So isn't Gaza part of the precincts of Masjid al-Aqsa? This place enjoys a lot of barakah from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is the barakah that we may see, we may perceive physical barakah, material barakah, and we may think everything is being destroyed, what barakah is there? There's a lot, and perhaps more of the barakah is spiritual barakah. And the spiritual barakah which is being enjoyed by those people, is perhaps in the form, one of the ways, is in the form of sakina and tuma'nina and comfort with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed these people with. 60 days without lights, without water, constant bombardment. The truce was just for a few days. The bombardment has increased even thereafter. It has gone worse thereafter. And in all of this, such resilience, such steadfastness, 
it is perhaps or most probably it will be the fruits of that barakah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in those lands that these people are, be, are able to conduct themselves in this way that the whole world is left in amazement and shock that how can a nation be so resilient and persevere to such an extent. Then we find there are many ahadith, general ahadith relating to the lands of Sham. Normally when we hear the word Sham, we think of Syria. Syria is just one part of the Sham which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa spoke about. At the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sham was a very broad area. Syria was part of Sham. Palestine was perhaps the heart of Sham. And the barakah in Sham, the center and the focal point of barakah of Sham is Baytul Muqaddas. So the area around Baytul Muqaddas would obviously be a recipient of that barakah and those blessings of Sham. So Palestine, Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, the northern area, parts of the northern area of Egypt and parts of southern Turkey, all were regarded as Sham at that time. And there are so many ahadith, so many ahadith regarding the barakah and regarding the blessings of, the blessings of Sham. Just to run through a few, Safwatullahi min ardihi. This is the chosen land of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Narration of Hakim. Inna Allah takaffala li bishami wa ahli. Allah says, and Nabi Salaam says, that Allah has taken responsibility to secure and protect Sham and the people of Sham on my behalf. When Allah has taken the responsibility to protect these people, to look after these people, then obviously these people are enjoying a very, very special divine assistance and protection. And therefore they can conduct themselves in the face of such atrocities as they have been conducting themselves. Then in another hadith of Hakim Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, إِنَّ الْإِيمَانَ إِذَا وَقَعَتِ الْفِتَنُ بِالشَّامِ When fitnas take place, when trials and tribulations happen in my ummah, then the place of iman will be sham. Look at the iman of these people. The whole family is gone. But the person can still say, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ That child is taken out from the rubble and say, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ That level of iman, perhaps the world hasn't seen that level of iman in today's time. They are teaching us iman. Because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that the place of Iman will be Sham. So these are general ahadith relating to Sham. Then we find there are more specific ahadith relating to the surrounding of Baytul Muqaddas. The hadith that I mentioned in the beginning, a hadith of Musnad Ahmad. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, لا تزال طائفة من أمتي على الدين ظاهرين لعدوهم قاهرين There will be a small group of my ummah. In one hadith, Nabi Islam, one narration, Nabi Islam says, Isabatum min ummati. There will be a small group of my ummah that will be firm on their deen. Li'aduwihim qahirin. They will be overpowering, overpowering the enemy. La yadurruhum man khalafahum. Whoever must, whoever may come in their opposition, whether it's the superpowers of the world, it will not harm them in the least. It will not harm them in the least. In another narration, Nabi Islam goes on to say, لَا يَدُرُّهُمْ خِذْلَانُ مَنْ خَذَلَهُمْ صَدَقَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ That whoever can forsake them will forsake them. This will not harm them in the least. The whole world has forsaken this small group of people. The whole world has forsaken them. And superpowers have come in their opposition. But this is not harming them in the least. The Arab brothers around them have forsaken them. But this is not harming these people. Why? Because Nabi Islam predicted that that will be that isaba min ummati, that will be that small group of my ummah will remain firm on deen and they will be overpowering the enemy. And then Nabi Islam says, إِلَّا مَا أَصَابَهُمْ مِنْ لَأْوَىٰ 
Yes, difficulties will come upon them. Difficulties and hardship will come upon them. But that is not going to make them desist from their, from their goal. Illa ma asabahum min la'wa. Whatever we are seeing now, the bombings that are going on, the genocide that is unfolding, the killing of civilians that's going on, women and children that are being butchered, this is all in the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Whatever difficulties will come to them, will come to them. That's a given, it's going to happen. But that's not going to make them desist from their goal. And we will thought of people whose homes have been broken. They say that two times before we rebuild our home, we will rebuild it again. But the liberation of Aqsa is something that we will fight for. The resistance is something that we will stand up for. Whatever it may be, we're not prepared to leave this land. You can try to send us to any land, we will not go. Why? Whoever wants to forsake them can forsake them. Maybe Islam said this is not going to affect them. Sahaba asked, May Allah reward the Sahaba Before that, Nabi Islam said, This will continue until the decision of Allah comes. Another narration, Nabi Islam said, Until Qiyamah will come. So let us be convinced that this group is not going to be wiped out. The superpowers can try to wipe them out. Nabi Islam said, Till Qiyamah, this, this group is going to remain firm. They are not going to be wiped out. Sahaba asked, may Allah reward them for this question that they asked. So we know exactly where these people are. They asked Nabi Islam, Ya Rasulullah, wa ainahum. O Nabi of Allah, where is this one small group? This chosen group, where will they be? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied, Bi Baytil Maqdis, wa bi Aknafi Baytil Maqdis. That these people will be in Baytul Muqaddas and in the surroundings of Baytul Muqaddas. How much more do we want precision and we want clarif- clarification with regards to what's going on? When our Nabi Islam has told us that in the surrounding of Baytul Maqdis there will be this group that will remain so firm. This is again more general, the surrounding of Baytul Muqaddas. When we find there are hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically mentioning a city. And that is the city of Asqalan. In today's time, it's known, it's known as Ashkelon. According to Wikipedia, 13 kilometers north of the, of the Gaza border. 13 kilometers north of the Gaza border, uh, of the Gaza border is Ashkelon. That is today's Ashkelon. Allah only knows what may have been Asqalan in the time of Rasulullah Perhaps Gaza was also included or part of Gaza was included in, As- in Asqalan at that time. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in numerous ahadith has taken the name of the city of Asqalan. Ashkelon was that city which was also hit by rockets on the 7th of October. So it's on the border, it's a border town. It's a coastal town as well. There are so many ahadith regarding Asqalan. For the benefit of the ulama that are here, although there is some debate or some discussion and kalam regarding the ahadith in Mujozi rahimullah has has objected and criticized some of these ahadith. Ibn Hajar rahimahullah, Allah Suti rahimahullah and others have accepted these narrations. Nevertheless, some of these ahadith, there are many ahadith, some are little more weaker than others, some are authentic. This hadith here is an authentic hadith, Rawahu Tabrani wa Rijaluhu Thiqat, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave a timeline of the ummah. Amazing! He gave a timeline of the ummah and he ended up discussing Asqalan. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Hadith of Tabrani and Hakim, 
beginning of this matter of Islam, the matter of this deen, the matter of this ummah, the beginning is nubuwa wa rahma. It is the nubuwat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which was obviously a great rahma and a great mercy from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was rahma through and through. The nubuwat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thumma yakunu khilafatan wa rahma. Nabi Islam gives the next era. After the era of nubuwat will come the time of khilafat. The khilafat of the khulafa, which was also great mercy upon the ummah. Thumma yakunu mulkan wa rahma. Then will be the time of empires, the time of kings. And that will also be rahmat upon the ummah. Although it will not be to the level of the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Khulafa al-Rashidun. But by and large, the Ummah will be enjoying Rahmah because of the Muslim rulers. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes on to say, ثُمَّ يَكُونُ إِمَارَةً وَرَحْمَةً Perhaps we can say that this lasted. The Banu Umayyah and the Banu Abbas. And thereafter, when the Banu Abbas broke up and different, different smaller empires came about, this was the next time that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa spoke about ثُمَّ يَكُونُ إِمَارَةً وَرَحْمَةً Then there will be smaller leaders, smaller empires. But by and large, there will still be rahmah. There will still be mercy for the ummah. Some ulama explain that perhaps the end of this was with the fall of the Uthmani Khilafat once, one century ago, 100 years ago. And thereafter, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa explained, ثُمَّ يَعُودُ جَبَرِيَّةً Then it will be a time of dictatorship. Look at the Arab world. And look at the world today. There are dictators that are holding that are holding the throne. Nabi Sallallahu explained after the time of Imara will be the time of dictatorship. For hundred years the Ummah is suffering under this dictatorship of the oppressors and the dictators. Look at the different Arab countries if you understand a little of history. How they tore apart the entire Muslim world and broke and, and put an end to the Uthmani Khilafat. This period perhaps is one of the most difficult periods that the Ummah has gone through. A time of Jabariya, a time of dictatorship, Nabi Islam didn't say Rahmah. With every other era, he said Rahmah. There will still be mercy. There will be someone to help the Ummah when the Ummah is in distress. But then there will be a time when the Ummah will be crying, but there will be no one to, to respond to that cry of theirs. Nabi Islam says, at this time, the time of dictatorship, فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالْجِهَادِ Nabi Islam says, now you must make jihad. And he goes on to say, وَإِنَّ أَفْضَلَ جِهَادِكُمْ الْرِبَاطِ And the most virtuous type of jihad is ribat. Ribat is to guard the Islamic frontiers. And then he goes on one step further with such precision. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, وَإِنَّ أَفْضَلَ رِبَاطِكُمْ أَسْقَلَانِ that the place where it's best for you to guard the Islamic frontiers will be Asqalan, will be Ashkelon. What are these people doing all this time? We only hearing about the Al-Qassam today. The Al-Qassam was making ribat for years. For years they were making ribat. For years they were guarding that Islamic frontier. They are being inspired perhaps. And the spirit that they have, and the energy that they have, and the courage and bravery they have, is not because of what they have with them. They don't have the weaponry to face this kind of odd, but it is because of these ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best place for you to make ribat 
for you to, to guard the Islamic frontiers is Askalan. And this would be perhaps the, the border of Gaza and the border of the occupied territory. So this is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam giving the detailed timeline of the ummah. And he came to this point of dictatorship and he spoke about ribat and he spoke about ribat in Askalan. Respected friends, those people are chosen people. They are no ordinary people. It's not an ordinary conflict. Let us not be fooled. It's not like any other war. This is something special. The nusrat and the help that Allah is blessing, with, blessing them with. The courage and the level of iman that Allah has given these people. It's something for us to take lesson. Obviously those people are those chosen people. And Allah knows who He tests. Allah will only test those kind of people. We complain with six hours of load shedding. Alhamdulillah, Spingo Beach, we say. But we complain of a few days after floods, we didn't have water and lights. 14 days, like a very big thing we did. 14 days without electricity, without water. Imagine these people for two months without water and lights. And they're being constantly bombarded. Shortage of fuel. The, the medical facilities can't offer any help anymore. And all these kind of difficulties that they are going through. But still that resilience, still that perseverance, this is a very, very special people. The least that we can do, obviously the other hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, time has run out regarding specifically when Nabi Islam speaks about the shuhada of Asqalan. He speaks about the maqbara, the qabristan and the graveyard of Asqalan. He speaks about the shuhada that will come out from this graveyard on the day of Qiyamah. Details Nabi Islam has given. Obviously, as I mentioned, some of these hadith are not so authentic. But detailed narrations Rabbi Islam has given, has given regarding Asqalan. I will conclude on this, on this one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbi Islam says, Tuba, liman askanahullahu ta'ala ihdal arusayn Asqalan o Gaza. Rabbi Islam says, narration mentioned by Allah Munawi rahimullah in Faithul Qadir. Rabbi Islam says that how excellent is that person? How good for that person? Whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed him to stay in one of the two brides, bride or groom. Hadithin explain, they give the explanation of it, that expressing some type of speciality, some type of speciality to this place, to these two places. What are these two places? Asqalan or Gaza. Either Asqalan or Gaza. Nabi Islam has praised these people. So respected friends, this is something very special that is happening in the world. Let us not lose hope. Perhaps this is the, this is the beginning of the end. Perhaps this is the time that the Ummah is once again, once again going to rise after this hundred year period of dictatorship. Now perhaps Allah is, Allah is, Allah is, has decided goodness for this Ummah and this will be the rise of the Ummah. But what we need to ask ourselves, am I part of the rise of the Ummah or am I part of the fall of the Ummah? Am I part of the rise? These people are rising. They are managing their losses. They are resilient. They are showing that level of iman and determination. They have the support of these ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The least that we can do respected friends. Obviously we have heard many things before. Just to recap what we have heard is to make dua daily for them. And fervent dua. Not just a casual dua. Dua as if we are afflicted with a problem. The level of dua that we will make. Let us make dua for these people. At least on the day of Qiyamah when these people will rise, these blessed people will rise, at least our dua will be with them. Perhaps Allah will join us with them. And then, whatever we can manage, just shine, and support them. Alhamdulillah, there's, there's, there's collection happening on a daily basis in our masjid. 
Let us, let us support whatever we can manage. Sometimes we feel I can't give 10,000 rand, I mustn't even give 100 rand. Whatever I can give within my capacity, let me take out something that at least I have supported these people and them respected friends. Very, very, very important. A very important point is the level that e of Iman that they are showing. I need to make an effort on my Iman as well. What is the level of my Iman? Can I manage even 1% of what they are going through? If not, I need to make an effort on my Iman. In different ways, we will have to make an effort on Iman. Speaking about deen, going out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, building our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our five times salah with jamaat in the masjid, and then not doing anything that will damage our Iman, breaking the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially the, the, the season that is coming. Perhaps the season is the season where sin reaches the highest level. Highest level of sin that's perpetrated and committed in the world at any given time is perhaps during this time. Let us stay far away from the spaces of sin. These people that are bombing our enemies, they have also plotted to bomb us in a certain way and get us involved in all haram type of amusement and fun, etc. Let us stay far away from these things that will damage our iman. Inshallah, we will do our small bit and we will be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah in the company of these great people. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa mawlana Muhammadi wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. ونشهد أن ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن والفرقان الحبحان الذي أسرى بعيلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا هو السميع البر قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تزال طائفة من أمتي على الدين ظاهرين لعدوهم قاهرين لا يضرهم من خالفهم إلا ما أصابهم من لأوى حتى يأتيهم أمر الله وهم على ذلك قالوا يا رسول الله وإنهم قال ببيت المقدس وبأكناف بيت المقدس وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام طوبى للشام طوبى للشام طوبى للشام وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام طوبى لمن أسكنه الله تعالى إحدى العروسين أسقلان أو غزة أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن المجيد ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ورسائين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين إلي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى وشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى وأصدقهم عيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها 
والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عن اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وإنها عن الفحشاء والمهكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرا ووضعنا عنك وزرق الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمي الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تضليل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أبابيل ترميهم بحجارة من سجيل فجعلهم كعصف مأكول الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم انصرهم على عدوك اللهم تقبل شهداءهم اللهم اشف مرضاهم وجرحاهم اللهم ارحم ضعفهم اللهم استر أوراقهم وآمن رعاهم اللهم اللهم خذهم أخذ عدد اللهم اجعل تدبيرهم تدميرهم يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا السميون عتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم صلى الله على مولانا محمد وآله معامين برحمة ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق مشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد 
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تسالون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال فمن رغب عن سنتي فليس مني أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام هذا يوسف راجع The representative of the bride, Father Muhammad, Arabi, over in your nikah, his daughter, Adila Ismail, the president of Hafiji, Mahaluzi,